0: Welcome to the Dope CFO Podcast, where you can find the best information for accountants and bookkeepers that want to start and grow a highly profitable and flexible remote cannabis accounting firm with your host, Andrew Hunziker. Now that's dope. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Hunziker, CPA, also CFO, founder of Dope CFO as well. About my background, I've been a CPA for over 25 years, was at a big four, including PricewaterhouseCoopers. I won the gold medal award for the highest score in the CPA exam, as well as was runner-up for the Portland, Oregon Business Journal CFO of Year Award in 2017. And I was the first ever cannabis CFO to be nominated done lots of startup work as well um and love um teaching all of our community we have now over 500 people in all 50 states in our dope cfo program hey everybody we'll go ahead and get started thanks for joining us um i was actually just reading um a post in a pretty big accounting group as it's kind of relevant to today's topic so and it was the question what is your biggest challenge in growing growing the firm of your dreams right now and um, some of the answers. What are, And this will relate to our topic. Two answers were getting clients. Um, someone else helped staffing. Someone else said, "I need a plan <laughs> right now. I'm doing it as I go." So I thought that was a little bit funny. Let me turn this phone off. Um, okay, let's get started. So we'll we'll hit on all of those topics in today's um, webinar. Let me. Um, I may just turn my video off so we can. Look at the screen. Okay, so here we go. Six keys to building a successful cannabis CBD hemp firm in less than 90 days. Um, Hopefully this will give you tons of of ideas and you can always um, jump in and check out more information as you will if if you want to dopecfo.com or um, in our Facebook communities as well. So we're gonna talk about picking the right niche and um, getting a toolbox and um, becoming what, what this concept of VIP means, developing a simple marketing system to find and close six-figure clients. And number five is a pretty important one, probably nothing more important, building, building or running your business, providing world-class service um, to those clients, and not just personal service, but also delivering a really quality product Um, and then supporting you in doing that. Hopefully you're going to have a world-class team and community. Um, So right now today, hold on a second. Okay. Sorry, everybody. My dog, who usually makes no noise at all, decided he was going to go nuts in here. So now he has been locked out. (laughs) So um, where was I? State of cannabis. I don't have to cover this as much because so many people just already um, are seeing this right now in the nation. It's everywhere since the last election almost a year ago we just seen the East Coast opening up left and right. It's still starting very slowly, but if you project out over the next 12 to 24 months, everywhere from Illinois, Michigan, Massachusetts, which are super hot, but then these new states like New York, um, Virginia, Rhode Island, um, even Alabama, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, it's going up and down the eastern seaboard, so we're going to have a very, very big markets there. Um, I'm estimating 400,000 new companies in the next two to three years, just based on the number of companies in my home state of Oklahoma 11,000, just multiply that times 50, and you're going to have. That's taking a small state, so that's some back-of-the-envelope math, but it's going to be very big, whatever the number is. It has lots and lots of issues, whether we're talking about accounting, cost accounting, taxes, software, banking, merchant services, you can go on and on. We have many verticals in this. So instead of calling this a niche, it's really an industry, cannabis, CBD, hemp. And within that industry, that is a new global industry. It's not even just happening just in the U.S. It's happening everywhere for good reason. Um, We have many, many sub niches, oftentimes in the same company. Farming, chemical processing, um, product manufacturing, and then we go on to into distribution, wholesalers, retail, and then testing labs, and even after that, delivery companies. So we have many, many parts of the niche. Then we have loads of ancillary niches. Everything from accounting to lighting to software, you name it. Everybody's coming after this niche. There's very little guidance. Um, it's still federally legal, illegal. So many things are difficult to obtain, whether it's banking or payroll or whatever it is. Audits on the are on the rise. This parlays into this was happening anyway, because it's a there, there's basically easy money for the IRS to come in and get because almost every single tax return they've looked at are incorrect and underpaying tax so the auditors are coming with biden's agenda that was going to happen anyway he's beefing up the irs and there's going to be more audits in general and this is a very big target on this industry's back because the dollars are so big um, lots of state requirements as well and cash cash issues as well so seed to sale you'll probably hear that a lot um the It's basically a term the states use, the states want to track um, this product, all the way from when it's just a tiny little seed, all the way through those different verticals of farming and processing, etc., all the way to that consumer's getting a joint or gummy bear or whatever it is, they want to be able to track First and foremost, the quantities, the grams and the pounds and the products, they wanna track those quantities so the product cannot be diverted into the illegal markets. And um, it's complex. It means every state has its own seed to sale software. There's three main systems, metric MJ freeway and biotrack that the states use. They're all pretty crappy software, but we have to um, deal with that and integrate that into our plan. Um, who am I real quick? Uh, Founder of Dope CFO. I built this program kind of accidentally, I like to say. I'm almost 60. I had actually semi-retired to Bend, Oregon, where we used to vacation when I did a big exit to a Fortune 500 company in 2010. I've been doing part-time CFO work ever since. Got into cannabis about five years ago and just started building um, tools and work papers for myself because I needed them. They don't simply didn't exist. The big four wasn't there. No industry guides. They still don't exist. And so I started building them. People started coming to me wanting to buy my chart of accounts my internal controls documents my onboarding documents whatever it was and so that's how this program evolved I speak all over the u.s I am deeply involved in the AICPA. now I help plan their fall conference this November in Vegas two-day cannabis conference I'm speaking there twice for my students I got speaking gigs there as well I speak at other events or in, in press around the US as well so I've been doing it a while and um, Pretty good success at this point. Right now, there's been a lot of, of accounting and most all of them solo, whether it's a CPA firm, enrolled agent, bookkeeper firm, whatever, most of them are trying to build their own firms. And now we're, we're kind of people are building and sharing work and growing bigger firms together as well. Um, we have many, many success stories um, here and or at our website as well. Um, Sharon growing a seven-figure firm when when she told me flat out her dream two years ago was to build a six-figure firm, and she surprised herself. Um, Cam um, landing four new clients before he even quit his job. He went four for four. Carlos, same deal quickly got one client and that was all it took. She drove him, she was a dispensary. She drove him around all our farms and he picked up some more clients as well. He's also going to be speaking with me. Um, There's many, many challenges for us as cannabis accountants and CBD hemp. Um, Our program addresses both. There's many vendors that won't service the industry, which makes our life challenging in every shape or form, whether we're talking about software, merchant services, um, POS systems, whatever it is. It creates more work and more need for more tools, et cetera. There are a lack of tools, industry guides, the big four, still not there. Cleanup is definitely a given. We talked about seed to sale, lots of reporting requirements. So, many, many of these companies, and we're again talking about 300 to 500,000 new companies coming in. Behind those companies there is going to be massive amounts of capital, and we're it already is here and coming. So we're talking angels, VC funds, private equity groups, companies like Kraft Macaroni and Cheese buying somebody, or Corona Beer. So many people are going to be throwing at money at this industry. That means we have more um, users of our financials and accounting that we have to think about. Lenders, investors, boards, management teams. So we better have rock solid accounting and translate that into world-class reporting, not just printing out a PL and and a balance sheet. We're going to have lots of complex legal entity structures. We have that right now. You can get a single little dispensary client like mine down here in my corner in, in tiny little Bend, Oregon of 80,000 people and find 11 business entities, 60 employees and 7 million in sales. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Workarounds required as well. So those challenges that I bring up now, that's also the opportunity. Um, it's an extremely lucrative niche. Um, key one. And I'm hoping most people here have already done key one. So we won't spend a ton of time on it other than say, um my I've been dealing with this niche concept even before I got into cannabis for probably about seven, eight years. I was in one of the most famous. Um, accounting niche programs in the US. I was pushing niches. And we have argued with literally thousands of accountants and bookkeepers and debated, what's the best niche? How do you get to be an expert? Um, what are the criteria of a great niche? And at where I am now, six, seven years later, I'm more convinced than ever. First and foremost, we want every niche to meet this kind of rubber meets the road. We want it to be rapid recession-proof growth even COVID proof growth, which we had last year. We want it to be underserved by our competition, um, which is the solo bookkeeper, CPAs, enroll agents, et cetera. We want it to be big opportunity, rapid growth industry. This next one, very important, big revenues for your mom and pops. So when you're out there, I don't care if you're in Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, where I live, Oregon, Oklahoma, you get your average dispensary or farm client, they're multi-million, they're five to $20 million companies. And that means they can pay six-figure fees. Every last one of them, they can and they should, and they will pay those size of fees for what, if you can deliver that world-class service and product, which we'll go over here in a little bit. But there's no other industry that, if you can tell me what the second best niche in the U.S. is, I will tell you it's not even a tenth of the way to this niche. This is truly a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We will not see the birth of a niche this big again in any of our lifetimes. I could just almost guarantee that. Um, I'm a big, big believer in this. Whether you join my program or not, you should consider this niche if you want to build a successful firm for yourself, build a profitable firm for yourself, build one that's that's low stress and more time, you should consider this niche. And um, I, I will be a big believer and promoter of it. I've never seen anything like it. And it's, I'm stunned as well. I didn't think, you know, originally as I don't know, can a bookkeeper or someone who's not a CPA land a 15,000 a month client? The answer is a big fat yes. <laughs> Seen it happen many times in my program. As a matter of fact, I helped someone last weekend close a client that's not a CPA, that's 15 grand a month. So key two, you can do what I did. We're gonna talk about this toolbox, next couple of slides. First off, the your kind of hard cost toolbox, the good news for accountants in this day and age, if you're at a big firm or corporate and you go out on your own, the super good news is it doesn't cost much. You know, when I helped my wife open up a retail shop in this town, it was over 200 grand in leases, labor, inventory, fixed assets, all that stuff. It was a fortune just to open a store. For us, we need a laptop, a phone, a few cheap apps. I'm guessing you have all these apps already, and you actually don't even have to have all of them. You could build a good firm without LinkedIn or HubSpot. Um, you just need a few apps. A few tools to be an accountant, a remote national accountant um, in your toolbox. So that's very good news. Um, Under 10 grand, you're going to be up and running on the hard kind of tech side of things. Now, if you pick any niche or the cannabis niche, you're going to need a big toolbox of systems, work papers, templates, et cetera. You can do what I did, which I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, which is spend two years creating these for myself. I never created any of this to sell. I created this to use it. Um, I was a CFO of a very high profile early farm in Portland, Oregon. Esquire Magazine called us the coolest farm in cannabis. And we had big name investors from across the US behind us. We had over 20, including some of the founders of Home Depot and Clorox Money, Those were separate, but Clorox and Home Depot, but um, big, big people. I used to have fun getting on calls with the former CFO of Home Depot, um, who was in his 70s at the time, but um, it was great, great fun. (laughs) He used to grill me, but um, super sharp guy. So. You're going to need some tools and you can, again, we'll talk more about that later, but, but you're going to need those. You're also going to need an education. So even before cannabis, before I even picked this niche, we would debate in these, and there still are many programs out there and, we'll, and they all tell you, I don't care which program you take, they're going to say, go pick a niche and become an expert. I've taken that, that, that philosophy that's preached everywhere and I've expanded it. Pick a great niche. Don't screw that decision up. Picking a great niche can mean literally millions of dollars to your career earnings. If your career is, let's just pick 20 years from wherever you are now. And I'm going to pick 20 because I'm 57 and I plan to go till I'm 77 because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> so let's just assume you're probably younger than me, maybe not, but um, 20 years. A single cannabis client at 300 grand would be six million dollars. One client, and why on earth would you get one client, and and maybe a several clients that are smaller. So picking a niche that can support big ticket clients that's going to have a huge effect. So I tell people when they're picking niche, even before maybe you haven't picked cannabis yet, make darn sure you put some time in it. All niches are not created equal. Nonprofits or restaurants or dentists even, they're not created equal. Make sure they, they check all those boxes of that rubber slide that we already talked about. So the people that have already picked this niche, congratulations. You have just simply making that decision and committing to it, not backing off you probably made a huge chunk of your earnings if you stay with it the next 10 or 20 years alone. I've talked to many people, including myself, that pick dentists or other niches and then switched a year later. Picking this niche, you won't have to do that. You simply will not have to switch this niche. As a matter of fact, if you can't, with my program or without, succeed in this niche, you're probably going to have trouble in any niche because it's the growth is just so large. So how do you become what I call, so pick the great pitch niche and become a VIP. So it's more than an expert. It's a valuable expert. It's an instructor. It's a participant. Um, That is the secret sauce. So as we build our businesses, either now or if you want to in the future, you've got two two main jobs as a service provider. And I say this applies whether you're a plumber or an accountant. We need to find great clients and we need to serve them well. If we can do those two things, we're going to have a good business. Um, So how do we do those two things? This is the secret sauce. It will make serving clients much easier and it will also make finding clients way easier. As a matter of fact, if you do this right, you don't have to find clients anymore. Great clients will find you. And so... Becoming a valuable expert super important. We want people in our program to be an expert in every last thing from the medicine, the science, the strains, the politics, the state rules, the banking, all these things, the software don't have anything to do with accounting or tax. We're going to start there with a big, broad knowledge base, and then we're going to dive deep into gap cost accounting, how we do that. Then from there, we're going to go into tax and 471 and 280 and all that stuff, we are going to... Um, and even beyond that, court cases, what's the latest, what's the latest IRS positions? Um, we posted something about that even yesterday. So just getting to that level. And and for me, this took like three years to get to that level because I didn't have a program to buy. I was just doing this on the fly. And it took me, I went down so many dead ends and rabbit holes. I cannot even tell you our program. We can get anyone there in 90 days. As a matter of fact, I've had people speaking on national stages in under 90 days as well, but that's huge. So if you are that expert level, um, your clients are going to, it's going to, first of all, be easier to close the client or prospect when you have them on the phone. Once you're serving them, they're going to appreciate that you are such an expert in all things, and they're going to be happy to pay you more money. Um, we also want to instruct and participate. Instructing can be super simple, just instructing our prospects and clients when we talk to them, because there's a lot of misinformation out there in this niche, for one. We can also do webinars. We can put on Zoom rooms. We can do um, events. There are events everywhere across the U.S. and you can put on a 20-minute slideshow at one of those events. We have tons and tons of students doing that, but we want to get out there um, sp- speaking or presenting if you can. If it doesn't, if it terrifies you, do an online deal in a LinkedIn room or an Instagram room or Clubhouse or whatever. You can make it super easy and not that scary. That will bring clients to you. Quickly Uh, participate. If you absolutely refuse to instruct, still participate. Probably the number one, most fun, easy way to get great clients is to participate. So, in this particular niche and industry, there are niche and national groups and associations literally everywhere. They are all over Facebook, Instagram, all over the digital world, but they're also in the real world. You can go to any major city and find a normal group or what or a local grow group, a local retailer group, a dispensary group, whatever it is, a processing group. They're everywhere. We even have people starting their own groups to draw business owners into them. You could have a group of of Detroit dispensary owners to share knowledge. As a matter of fact, even though these people compete, they actually join groups together. I went to a local um, orca Oregon Retailer Cannabis Association in Bend, Oregon, where we have 80,000 people and 20 dispensaries. Guess what? There was 40 people there. Almost every last one of them owned a farmer dispensary in Central Oregon, and I was the only accountant in the room. And after I left and picked up a couple of clients, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Never participated before, but we're having people do it everywhere. It's huge. Clients will come to you. It's fun. You're not selling anyone anything. You're just participating in how a lot of these things are fun. Actually, when I participated in the Orca event, it was at a brew pub. We went and had a presentation and beer and hamburgers, and it was awesome. So um, that that's a secret piece of it as well. Now, I've had this question um, asked a lot of, okay, well, if I pick cannabis or any niche, how do I become a VIP quickly? Well, i um, I'll tell you, the quick way is our program, Dope CFO, which you probably already know that I'm going to mention that. I'm biased. I get it. I founded this program, but it is the only way to take a super duper shortcut into this niche. Um, you can also um, kind of wing it on your own. Um, so, Martha, bugging question you have is, what do you say when they ask how many clients? So we, I always tell people, and in our program, we're not going to talk about I say, look, I don't talk about who and where my clients are. We keep everything confidential. Your clients should respect that. But I always say in our program, we're, we're pitching people as we. We're not saying I. So if you're in a dope CFO program, you're going to be pitching, hey, we, we. Part of the Dope CFO Network, we are simply the best national group in the U.S. period in cannabis, CBD, accounting, tax, and legal. Um, There's nobody that can touch us right now. And so you're pitching that and and leveraging this national um, network and even the tools you have and the knowledge you have by being in that program. And believe me, these prospects know exactly who we are. They come to us all the time as well. And I push those people out into our um, VIP group. So what is some of this VIP knowledge you're going to be learning? This is the biggie that the business owners will know about, 280E. Um, it's um, one sentence long in the tax code. It's very short. It's basically you can't deduct anything, no credits allowed, nothing, if your business is trafficking in controlled substances. So basically if you sell pot, um you don't get any deductions or credits. So it's pretty pretty simple rule. And um, CBD and hemp got pulled off schedule one. So now they're legal. So 280 doesn't apply to them. 471 will apply to both cannabis, CBD and hemp. So first and foremost, we always, always, always keep our clients' books on as close to accrual gap cost accounting as possible. Why? It adds a ton of value. First and foremost, they can manage their business. You got to know how much it costs to grow a pound of weed if you want to have any chance at running a successful farm and through all the other sub niches as well. We want to have great reporting as well. So that's again, another reason for good gap cost accounting. We want to be able to share that knowledge with lenders, investors, boards, et cetera. We also want to um, be able to do M&A or exits or survive an audit. So again, we want all those things, that good solid accrual accounting. Now tax return time, what are we going to do for cannabis? We're going to get only one kind of deduction. It's not really a deduction. It's called return of capital, and that's inventory. So the more cost we can allocate into inventory legally and correctly under 471, the more... um, the greater cost of goods sold will be and the lower their tax bill. And so we wanna do this correctly under the 471 rule. We have other webinars on this. I'm not gonna dive deep into this, but if you do your gap cost accounting correctly, you will be able to maximize 471 at tax time. So that's yet one more reason to do great gap cost accounting in our recurring financials. It will actually lower our tax bill. Um, and so that's under 4711 there complying with gap. And we also want a ton of other knowledge. Again, operations, products, what are the brands? What are the software? What's the best? What's the best POS? What's the best extract machine? Um, where can I get a bank account in Detroit for my dispensary client or, or whatever? What's what's a solution in Oklahoma? We want a state rules, political landscape. We want to have a passion and actually believe in this movement. Um, that's not that hard for most of us. It turns out about eight out of 10 Americans believe in medical cannabis right now for good reason. Um, we have an opiate crisis on our hands. That experiment went on for about 50 years and it's not working out. So people want better medicine. We're all aging We're going to have anxiety, sleep disorders, arthritis, pain, dementia, not to mention autism, epilepsy, etc. This is real medicine. It's being studied in hospitals and universities all over and by scientists all over the world. And the medicine's finally coming. And that's good news for all of us. And what else does that do? Provides jobs, tax dollars to cities, county, states, and our federal government, which if you're not following the news is completely broke and we're about to miss a debt ceiling. So this is good news for, for our um, country as well. So key four, um, we we built that VIP. We picked the right niche. We need to find great clients. You're going to have that no matter what industry you're in. Um, this is kind of the foundation. I call these the five key value drivers of any niche, of any business owner. These are what, what they really want. I would never, ever, ever ask a prospect um, on the phone or a call or wherever what they needed or wanted out of accounting, tax, HR, payroll, any of it. I tell them what we provide and say, is this a fit for you? Because I've, I've now decided these are the things that owners really want. They may tell me they want something different like ARAP or AP or me sitting in their office. Um, but, and Sydney, yes, you're lucky. We do teach you how to do gap cost accounting um, in the program. That's the most complex thing in our program, but I have made it super duper simple and I've trained tons of bookkeepers how to do it. It's, it's basically we're laying two or three Excel files where we're, we're counting inventory and then we're doing, we're building out. You're just kind of following steps is basically what you're doing. Um, and it's not that hard. We do that once a month at our clients. Um, but yeah, we have the tools and systems and, and then, Our community is super active daily, seven days a week, all year long. We do at least um, one or two live calls every week. Nobody's ever stuck in my programs. That's the way I operate. Um, But again, what are these five value drivers are? So if your business right now, this is the way you should be bidding to get any kind of work. This is what owners really want. They want world-class accounting and tax. Now, some owners may argue with me about that, but I don't let them because I tell them, nope, they're wrong. Because the other four things that they will agree, improve cash flow, lower taxes, world-class reporting, peace of mind. Every business owner in this country wants those four things. And I tell them, guess what? All four of those things rely on the first bullet. Without world-class accounting and tax at the fundamental level, building a perpetual data room for every client, a permanent audit trail, doing these tie outs. If they don't have that, they're not going to get improved cash flow. Their taxes are probably going to be wrong. They definitely aren't going to have world class reporting. I can't tell you how many companies I've dealt with over the last twenty years that had the fanciest reports and KPIs and balance scorecards and all this stuff built on absolutely crap accounting. You know. Bad stuff in makes bad stuff out. And same with peace of mind. Um, you'll never have peace of mind unless you know you're doing that that right. So these are the value drivers we pitch. We we have what we call a value chain document that will send this out to prospects. And we basically, the pitch in our program is super, super assertive. We can deliver that value, that premium level value, like think Lamborghini. We're not selling a a really nice Honda we're, or even a used Ford, we're selling that top-end product, and that means we can price high. So they will all get our value chain document that will explain those five value drivers, why they should want those if they don't already know, they probably do, and then um, how exactly we deliver those things with about 25 different things we do. And we're we're very assertive. We're like, look, we know we're the best. You know, even the AICPA is behind us at this point. We know... Um, we know we're delivering a premium product. We know you need it. And here's our fee, it's high, yes, because we are a premium product. Um, it may not be a fit for you, but if it is, let's move forward. We'll do an engagement letter and get a retainer. That works very well. Um, we wanna make sure that our offering addresses all five of those those key pieces of value. Um, many, many bookkeepers and accountants I deal with have websites and LinkedIn that talk all about um, features and services like I do AR and AP, and I can do a PNL or whatever it is. Um, clients don't want features; they want benefits. They want value, and so that's what we deliver. That's what it's not only what we deliver; it's what we offer. So we're going to go, Chris. We have a recording we'll send, but we don't. We don't ever hand out our slides. <laughs> they're my slides. Are my copyright, so I don't want someone else teaching off my stuff. Um, we price on on value and not features as well. The alpha role I've talked about a little bit, super assertive. We can be confident. This goes back to Murthy's question. So if you're unsure of yourself or you don't have a lot of clients yet or whatever it is, you can lean on that dope CFO network name and role and that we are the leader in this space, in the US right this second um, period. And so we convey that. Our clients know who we are and if they don't, we can show them quickly who we are and we let them know you know, this is what we're doing. We have this massive set of resources, um, not only, and that, that's another point, Mirtha whoever to bring to your clients, if you're in my community, you can bring everything to that client. Maybe they're raising capital and they need investor introductions. Great, pop that into the group. We'll hook you up with different investors or investor networks. Or maybe they need an audit. Great, we got people in the group that do network, that do audit. You will always be able to bring answers and resources to your clients. Your competition won't be able to do that. So we play hard to get. and We know what we have is good. And so it's the same deal. You sell Lamborghini, You know, I don't see ads for Lamborghini all over my TV set or my social news feed. Um, If if I ever do see one, it's someone posting about it. Um, So when you're at that top, top level, it helps your um, marketing as well. It also makes um, if someone buys into that, they get it. They're like they want the best um, and you're offering the best they will pay you well for it and they will even make cleanup easier because they're paying you so well for it. It makes client acquisition easier. It puts us control from the first. We never let them grill us on a call about our resume and what we've done and all this stuff or review their QuickBooks. We simply ask questions. We tell them we're very busy. We get lots of tire kickers in this industry. We need to ask questions to see if we can even help them. And then we will follow that up with our proposal. Um, and then they could say yes or no, gets us to that yes or no very quickly, gets rid of the, what I call the Walmart buyers. We do not want those people anyway, at any price, but we usually get rid of them quickly. It eliminates, we don't sell at all. We do a call, we ask them questions, we send an offer letter, which I've written for everyone in my program. And that offer letter says, Here, here's what we're offering, take it or leave it. And we, we plug in a price using our price quoting tool. If we do that, business owners treat us like how we've pitched it as a business. Not We're not saying, hi, I'm a bookkeeper or a CFO or a tax person. We are a company, and we're going to outsource their accounting and tax from start to finish for this fee. And don't worry if you don't do everything yourself. I'm a great example. I don't do bookkeeping, and I don't do tax returns. That, that cuts out a lot of what we do. I only do CFO stuff. That doesn't matter. I can go into my group. I use a summary example. She's done tax returns for my clients. She's in the program in Texas. I'm in Oregon, but we can um, share work very easily. So how all this relates into finding clients in our system, we take how that, that process and knowledge and how we're going to actually, the framework of this value-based offer and how are we going to do this so it's it's not hard. <laughs> it's easy. We're Most of us are introverts. We don't want to be out there doing all this work. So we're going to find the owner and send them an email. I tell people, I want people in my program to do one a day, the first 90 days and spend no more than 10 to 15 minutes a day. So it's easy. You can find these owners everywhere. And we tell you exactly where to find them. I don't want you spending a lot of time finding one and email them. If they book a call based on that email, because you'll have a book a call button right there on your email, you'll have a call and you'll ask questions. And then you'll send an offer, which I've written again. That makes it very automated, very simple, very quick to do. And you don't have to beat yourself up with this complex marketing plan of content marketing and paid ads and social media and all that. Yes, we're gonna use some of that, but that's not the key core way of, of what we're doing to build a successful firm. Now, once all this stuff about setting ourselves up you know, getting the knowledge, becoming VIP, picking the right niche, um, having a marketing system that works based on value—that's all to get the client. Once we get the client, we got we got to do this. My contention is right now because I I have both worked within Big Four and and national firms, and I have both had them as clients, a CFO of huge companies, and dealing with families and estates. I still to this day deal with national firms outside of this on other. I'm the customer and they're the service provider and I am here to tell you, I do not find this almost anywhere from the big four on down. As a matter of fact, I find subpar service most of the time. Clients are willing to play for world-class client service. This starts with soft skills. Being responsive, I can't tell people how much that means to clients, and how few accountants out there at any kind of firms are responsive at all. You know, good luck if you get an email back within a week of, of emailing one of these people. Be responsible, organized, professional. Um, be good at time management. If you're not, if you're weak at any of those four, go get help. Get a program. Make sure you're there. Then, from there, once we take those soft skills of how we're going to run our practice, then we're going to translate and we're actually going to deliver a product to that client every single month that's going to be that valuable long list of stuff that's going to relate into their key value drivers. We're going to need lots and lots of systems and tools to do this, to to provide that value to these clients. as a matter of fact, if I had known how many tools I was going to need for this new niche, I would have never, I would have actually quit. <laughs> I would have said, okay, this is too much. I'm, I'm too late in my career. I don't want to do this. And so I'm not going to be creating all these. But the way it actually worked out, I was doing a CFO part-time for this big company. And I was like, okay, I'll create, I need this, I need an internal controls document. Okay, I'll create that. Two weeks later, maybe I need I need a cost accounting template. So over a couple of years, I just kept building work papers. Even after this program, though, people are like, well, what about this? Do we need this? And so I've added at least 20 new work papers to our program every single year. So it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. At this point, there is nothing left out of our program. So you can go build these tools yourself. That's the hard way to do it. Um, I don't even know of any other niche program in the U S that has anything similar to this where they've actually built the niche out in a, what I call a firm in a box ready to go. But, um, it's a huge shortcut into, into the space. So some of these, I mean, there are, I can talk about these all day, but just onboarding, that's just one simple folder of engagement letter, ready to go, ready to use, the PBC list, the action plan, all the internal controls documents, the perpetual data room, cleanup tools and systems. Um, a lot of cost accounting templates and how we collect the counts. What do we do with our flower calendar? Um, how do we, that's where how we're gonna do our cost accounting and use our estimated percent completion and get our whip every month. Um, we're gonna have other cost accounting templates too, also summary templates to make our journal entries and month-end tie outs. We're gonna build a permanent audit trail for every client every month. Now, don't let all this stuff scare you, by the way. If you're a bookkeeper and never done this before or whatever, I'm going to teach you our, and our tool. I'm not just going to teach you our tools are set up so they're very user friendly, they're ready to go. Does this take more work than yes, your 300 a month bookkeeping client? Heck yeah. But people might be paying you 8, 10, 15 grand a month. You can allocate a little more time to make sure this stuff gets done. And believe me, it will be way more profitable than those low-paying clients. But we will do this using um, not going to go into the details of this tick marks, tieouts, et cetera, but we will we will make this very robust every month for every client. And that way they're audit ready all the time. Why is that good? Well, an auditor may show up. <laughs> um, and clients don't like to find out after the audit shows up that they've got holes and messes in their records. Secondly, Just to run the company, it's good. But again, these companies are dealing with investors and lenders all the time. They need those audit-ready financials. And eventually, they're going to be involved in M&A and exits and public filings even. They're going to need it for that as well. This is just one little snippet of one tab of our month end file um, that has many tabs. Um, It's not as hard as it looks, but, but it takes some, some effort. And then from once we have our tick marks, our permanent audit trail built, we're going to build a very robust permanent monthly report package. Again, to provide that value to the, the stakeholders, the board, the investors, the lenders, the management team, all those people. How do we run this company? It's way more than a balance sheet and a PL. We're going to build it and we're going to tailor it a little to every client. Maybe one client wants to use a balanced scorecard and another one doesn't, but they want to go in the lean methodology or whatever. We can help them um, improve their reporting. And that improved reporting will help improve their cash flow as well. Finally, we are going to Need um, and this is something I wish I had. So I have a very strong background. I won the highest score in the state of Oklahoma on the CPA exam in 1995. I've been in big four at Pricewaterhouse. I was an audit level manager. I've been I was a CFO of a hundred million dollar company. I've founded many companies, including four exits between twenty and hundred million. I have a very very deep long skill set, and I've been a, a full time CFO for the last eleven years. With again, I've had exits in the six figures where I got I got a check for a quarter million dollars in 2014 for a client exit. So um, I've got I, so I guess my point with this is I've got a lot of skills. I even got CFO of the year runner up in the state of Oregon in 2017 and the first ever in the cannabis space. But even with all that. I still needed a community and I wish I had one. And I was always fighting and and calling other people like, hey, can you take time out from your client to help me? Um, what are you doing with this tax issue or whatever it was? Or maybe as, good, as strong and deep as I am in an accounting and CFO, maybe I'm super duper weak in, Quickbooks or zero or whatever and I you know my quickbooks files locking up or whatever I need bookkeepers just like bookkeepers need me and um, so I needed access to that that world class community um that I missed that I had it when I was at price waterhouse it was awesome I was a junior green accountant at that time but I could go brag hey yeah we're the best in the world and it was awesome it boosts your confidence um what, what I would like to see in a really amazing network, which is what we have in our program, um, and I'll just describe our program because it describes all these um, bullet points. Well, there's 400 of us. We have attorneys, CPAs, CFOs, enroll agents, bookkeepers, MBAs, you name it, CMAs even, um, valuation experts. We have IRS resolution experts. There is no skill set we don't have, and we have full diversity in the normal social equity version of the word. We have every kind of background from age and race and skill et cetera. So it's an awesome community. We're in all 50 states. We're totally focused on cannabis CBD, super active group daily, tons of live calls. That gives you first and foremost answers when and where you need them, but also brainstorming ideas, tax planning, et cetera, things to bring to your client um, and resources. So if your client needs a valuation, or or a pitch deck or whatever it is, and you don't have it, you can go out to those resources and get it. It allows you to scale up or down because not only can you pick up work from someone else in the group that lands a client and wants, needs help bookkeeping or doing tax or whatever, you can also scale up or down and stay a one-person firm by, by adding people as well. So that's, um, let's see, we're good on time. I like to get these in under an hour because I know how valuable your time is. So, That's, in a nutshell, the the way to build a successful firm um, in this space. Cannabis is the best niche. If you picked it, you made a very, very good decision. I want you to know that first and foremost. Um, And secondly, yeah, you've got to become that VIP, that valuable expert instructor participant. You've got to get those tools. You've got to get the community. And there are slow I guess kind of free ways that you can do it, or if you want, I'll, this is the point where I will tell you about Dope CFO, which I think is the best program of any kind out there. Uh, I know I'm biased again, but I wish I had had it when when I started. Um, our program is, in my opinion, absolute steal at the price I sell it for. Um, it's very, very, very easy for people in my program to get their money back, and um, we are actually just discussing some other non-cannabis programs, and I was blown away by what people that are way, way, way junior to me in every level of success, of CPA, of founding successful companies, of being a CFO, selling programs for way more money that are what I call beginner-level accounting programs. But that said, if you come into this program, you're going to get every last thing you need. There is nothing left out. Left out. It's built around these three Components of finding great clients, providing them that world class service, and becoming the VIP, which is that sauce that's going to allow us to provide even better service to our clients and allowing them also to pay us more money and refer others. And so finding great clients will flip to great clients will find you. We've seen this over and over again in the program. We also have already described that team. We have a very, very deep team of experts. We call it the VIP Coaching and Community Network. I'm incredibly active in my program. If someone gives me money, I have no other goal than to helping them be successful. And I have shown that over and over again. You can go read my reviews on our Facebook or whatever. Um, I help people basically. And I I help a lot of people even not outside my program, but I really help the people that are in my program. It's a one-stop shop. You will not need anything else. Yeah, you need a laptop and a phone, but I'm gonna assume you have that. Um, you don't even need an accounting system on your on your computer. We'll give you that education. The marketing system has proven to go land those six-figure clients. Um, complete toolbox of every last tool you will need. They're all ready to go. They're tailored. But you can even tweak them as well for your clients. They're tailorable. We have that best community in the U.S. I call it the premier U.S. VIP community. Um, And I think we have that backing to um, back that up at this point. There is simply nothing left out of this program. This is is our core values, um, I think many of you from talking to you have very similar. We want to work remote. We want to get paid or worth. We're sick of getting underpaid, we work in a fun and booming industry. We really want to make a difference in our clients, um, which we do. And and that's the that goes back to that whole VIP and world-class service. If we can deliver this world-class service and product to our clients, they are going to love us and pay us well. Tammy got laid off to COVID. And I think we have a slide in there in a minute. Um, in 2020. And luckily, the same week, the very first email she sent out of this program, very first one, landed her a, a 14 a grand month client. And that client, guess what? Came back to her, I don't know, six months later and said, Tammy, we're underpaying you, we're giving you a raise. Um, that's that's what people see. They they get this kind of service and product and they are very happy to pay for it. Um, And that was a single dispensary client in Boston. Here's Tammy right here. (laughs) So she got laid up from COVID and guess what? She went from a full-time to part-time and doubled her salary. That was awesome story. I love hearing that. I tell people never expect to repeat repeat that and send your very first email and land a 14 grand month client. But that said, I say definitely do expect to come into this industry, if you could provide all these things we've been talking about, heck yeah, you can find clients pay 9, 10, 11, 15 grand a month. Um, again, I helped Tara last week close a client at 15 grand a month, and she's not a CPA either as well. Um, here was Cam, very, very, one of the smallest 10 states in the US. He went four for four. He hadn't even quit his day job. Um, he didn't get a single no. Um, so, So it's very, very possible to to get this started quickly. Um, Dope CFO is invaluable. Adele is saying, um, Andrew, join me on my first client call to help ask the appropriate questions. I've done that um, with many people in this program. So that is it. We've got a program. I'm a big believer in it. And... um, why am I a big believer in it? I know, I know. For you, if you pay me money, the way you get your money back is you land one client and you work for them for a month or two. And I tell every last person who, of any skill set and background, if they do that, if they pay me money, there's no reason they cannot do that. This is this industry's simply too big. Um, there, uh, my question would be: Why on earth would you only get one client? And and. Why would it take you a year to make your money back or any of that stuff? I want people to be successful in my program. It's not that hard. This industry is growing rapidly. There is a big demand for what we are offering, what we, the Dope CFO world, you all to clients. Um, clients out there want it. Not every client, but there's a, a lot of clients that do. Um, you can also check out dopecfo.com slash programs. I don't know, Tyson, if you can toss that into um, chat or you can email me at B, which is B-E at dopecfo.com. I am not sure where that email address came from. It's a little bit unusual, (laughs) but but it's easy to remember. And um, that's where I am. Um, I think now everyone, I think I hit all the questions, but I can't see the question bar. Let me know if you have any more questions. Um, I love this niche. I don't care which state you're in. You know, if you're in a, if you're in Idaho, my sister state where it's totally illegal, I'm going to say that's awesome because you're going to be getting in on the ground earlier. If you're in New York or Virginia where it's just coming legal, that's awesome. You're going to get in early. I have seen people kill it by getting in early. I'd rather see you in Alabama than California, but. That said, it doesn't matter because we're building remote firms. You can serve clients in all 50 states. That's what we and my students are doing. And so you can as well. We don't want you just fo- focusing on your hometown. That was um, something we had to do 10 years ago. We don't need to do that anymore. So thank you everybody, I guess, for joining. If you have more questions, just send it to me and um, we'll send out the repay play as well. Adrian, I believe we already had a call. I sent you an email this morning. So please check your email, Adrian. I'll send, I'll, I'll resend it right now. But um, make sure you see that email. And if not, email me again at this beadopecfo.com. Ryan, there's about almost 400 in, in the network nationally at this point. That said, this is by a factor of 10, the most underserved niche in the US, there's over 100,000 companies. We're gonna, I mean, there are going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of bookkeepers, CPAs, and role agents, CFOs that will be serving cannabis, whether in my program or not. The people in my program have a huge advantage. I actually talked about this last week. I like, they're gonna be out there and they are stealing clients from the people that don't have this tools and resources as well. Um, Again, that's one of the, a big piece of the program right now. So anyway, thank you all. You can email me more if I missed or you have more questions or you think of one tomorrow, just shoot me an email and we will go from there. You've been listening to the Dope CFO Cannabis Accounting Podcast. Every other Monday, we air tips and insights on cannabis and CBD hemp accounting. Make sure you subscribe today and also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. We're pretty much everywhere for more advice, tips, industry news as well. Um, To find out more about our cannabis and CBD accounting program, visit dopecfo.com. And don't forget to be dope.